Welcome to the Sis Stop Sulking podcast, a safe space for women ready for change. My name is Miss Tasha Talks Life. I am a certified mindset and wellness coach and author of the book titled Sis Stop Sulking, God's Plan is Greater. I once struggled with believing in myself, poor eating habits, and digestive issues. So I'm creating a community for women looking to prioritize their health and self-care so they can look and feel amazing alongside raising a family. Join me each week for an authentic, impactful conversation. Sis, we got this. Hey, y'all. Hey, I'm your host, Miss Tasha Talks Life. I teach working moms how to prioritize their health and their self-care so they can look and feel amazing alongside raising a family. I am currently a certified life coach and teacher, um, and I'm now in the process of becoming a health and wellness certified coach. When I set out to do something, I do it, and anything that I learn along the way, I share it because I believe that the things that we learn and the things that we experience are not for us to keep, but to share it and to spread it amongst our peers to help someone else because you don't know what you don't know. And so I am just like excited for the journey, the ups, the downs, the windy roads, the curveballs. I'm excited for it all. And um, today's topic is pretty cool because Um, I've been on the health journey for a minute. So just a little backstory. Um, Back in 2020, I had uh, two surgeries, two very invasive surgeries. Um, It didn't start out like that. It was supposed to be laparoscopic. I had a partial hysterectomy. And it was supposed to be a laparoscopic surgery, meaning outpatient. I go, I recover for a couple of hours and then I go home. So when I woke up, it was um, a full surgery, meaning they had to cut me open. And when they were in there, they found out that my um, appendix was welded with a couple of other organs, my intestines, my um, tubes to my uterus. So when they finally detached everything, my appendix was so damaged that they had to give me an appendectomy. So they had to call in another surgeon to do that and um which I'm grateful for because had they done laparoscopic they would not have seen that and then it's a possibility that it would have ruptured and I would have had to go back to have surgery again and so I say all of that to say after prior to that I was on my personal development journey meaning getting my mindset right um speaking affirmations journaling meditating you know getting closer to God with Uh, listening to different uh, motivational speakers and pastors and things like that. But I really wasn't um, focused on my health as much because on the exterior, I played sports. I've never been extremely like over overweight to the, to the naked eye. Um, I had some imperfections and some things that I wanted to work on, but I never had something so, so obvious. So for me, it was kind of, um, more, more my mindset, my mental, spiritual and emotional well-being than, and then my physical. So when I had to have this surgery because of all the complications leading up to it, it gave me a, another outlook on my health and my health journey. Um, so in 2020, I 
began to focus on that aspect as well. I had joined a community of women that were doing workouts outside. Then I hired a personal trainer. I began to cook more. I mean, during COVID, the the the, the height of COVID, I became like Little Miss Chef Boyardee. Like I was cooking a lot of different foods and I would post them and people would say, you should start a cooking channel. And it was like, eh, but I really enjoyed it because I am a foodie. I love to eat. And a lot of times when people say I'm a foodie, it's like interpreted as I like to eat donuts, McDonald's and all these bad foods. But no, I genuinely just like variety of foods, different cultures of food. And um, I just liked the, the process of making the food. So that's why I identify as a foodie, not because I like to eat a lot of junk or because, you know, um, like this, I just think people envision like obesity and just being greedy. And when you say you're a foodie and that's not, that's not what it is. So, um, so on my journey, and then there were other things that were going on in my life that tapping into my physical, like working out and things like that kind of distracted me, but also encouraged me and motivated me to keep going. So I began, like I said, I hired a trainer and then I ordered like portion control containers and things like that. And on that journey, other women would DM me because I started documenting my workouts or they would just ask me when they see me like, oh my God, you look so good. Like, what are you doing? Can you help me? Can you train me? And I'm not a physical trainer. Um, I don't, that's not something I want to do, but um, I started to think like, okay, if this is something, yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm a mindset coach, a life coach, but it seems like this is what people are asking. And so I didn't, I wouldn't call it a pivot. I would just call an add-on. So I um, enrolled in a wellness coaching academy and um, yeah, so that's what I, that's where I am and that's what I'm doing and I'm learning and I'm not a doctor but I know what I know and I'm being trained on the things I don't know. And so I'm super excited to just be in that and being able to help other women to tap into their health because health is truly wealth. You can have all the money, you can do whatever, but if you're not healthy, you're not gonna live to see it. You're not able to be with your kids. You're not able to play sports with your kids or even just function like take a walk around the mall if you're not healthy your body won't allow you to do those things and I have an older son but I also have two younger kids that are very active boys and they require they want me to do everything with them they want me to play with them they want me to run with them they want me to ride bike skate with them they want me to get on the hoverboard with them and that is where I draw the line because I'm not doing that but um you know it's important to have your health and then let's not even let's not bypass the fact that we want to look good. We want to look sexy. We want to look um, fit. We want to look good in our clothes. We want to wear that dress that we've been holding on to in the closet, thinking that we're going to just do it magically, lose the weight to fit it. You know, like I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it's all about internal health and, and being, you know, strong and being, you know, good and all of that. I want to look good too. I want to look good. I want to look sexy. I want to feel good in my clothes. I want to not have to worry about Spanx and stuff like that. That's just me. No shade. Shout out to Spanx because they definitely do what they give, what they're supposed to give. 
but I just want to look good in my body. So that's why I say teaching women to feel good and look good alongside raising a family, because sometimes we are so tapped in, which is not a bad thing, but so tapped into our families that we, um, we neglect ourselves. We neglect the things that really bring us joy for ourselves. So wellness goes beyond a simple absence of illness or energy. Sorry. Wellness goes beyond the simple absence of illness and injury. Wellness encompasses a quality of life. And that is a quote from unknown. And I, I, I like that because it's like, when you think about wellness, you think, oh, I'm not sick. I don't have any injuries, but wellness encompasses your total quality, quality of life. So um, that's why I identify with a wellness coach as opposed to a health coach, because it's a total thing for me. It's a total package, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, um, and, and, and also financial too, financial wellness. But anyway, so today I just want to talk about the nine basic healthy eating guidelines. There are so many, um, components and, com and compartments to health and wellness and, and, you know, first is mindset and then it's, you know, eating and then it's, um, physical and then it's self-care. Like, so it's all that, but today I want to just talk a little bit about the basic healthy eating guidelines. Um, so it's nine of them. So I would get a pen or paper and paper. Now, the first one is to consume a variety of foods. Like um, if you're always eating the same things, you know, it's a gets boring, right? But consuming a variety of foods helps to just expand your palate, expand your, um, your, your mind in regards to different, being open to different foods. Like I remember being at a point where all I made was rice, chicken, potatoes, you know, um, broccoli, cabbage. And as I started to like, look into being a little more healthy and all of that, I'm now eating asparagus and um, spinach, well, spinach I've always eaten, but like uh, zucchini, butternut squash, like different foods that I would have never thought to eat prior. Plus I wasn't exposed to them as a kid. So, you know, I'm like eating the same corn. I don't even eat corn anymore, but that's what I was conditioned to eat. Corn has absolutely no nutrients in it. But anyway, um, so consuming a variety of foods, the next thing would be drinking plenty of water. And that is a fact. I know, you know, people just think I'm drinking enough. When you think you're drinking enough, drink some more. That's the rule of thumb. <laughs> when you think you're drinking enough, drink some more. And a sidebar, a lot of times we feel like we're hungry and all we really need is some water because we're really thirsty. We just equate that feeling with food when naturality, we're really just thirsty and we just need to drink some more water. So again, if you're thinking about sometimes if you want to like cut back on your eating, if you feel like you indulge too much before you, before you, when you feel like you're hungry or you're bored, cause I, that's what I, I do is I'm a bored eater. So I eat when I'm bored. And now I just, first I ask myself the question, am I hungry? Am I truly hungry? And if I'm not, then I drink some water and I'm usually satisfied. So, um, 
That's number two. Number three, limit high processed and packaged foods. It's called crowd out. And so what that means is the more you eat um, high quality foods and unprocessed, the the more you're going to not want the processed packaged foods, right? So limit highly processed packaged foods if you as much as you can. Um, number four is choose seasonal organic foods. Like when I say organic, because I sometimes feel like the store brands that say organic are scams, you know, because like, how can you really know? Like, you know, that's just me, but there are organic foods that you can get. And a lot of times you get those from like the local markets, the local fruit markets or vegetable markets, whatever the local butcher, you can get, you know, that those type of um, seasonal or organic foods. So you want to do that as much as you can. If a fruit is not in season, you want to try to eat the fruit that is in season. And you could simply Google seasonal fruits for the season that you're in or whatever, and it'll show up. Um, number five, don't rely on supplements as a substitute for real food. And that was something that I really was, um, not that I was doing it, but I was like not eating. I intermittent fast and it has worked for me. It is working for me. Um, if you want more about that, I might do something regarding that, maybe on social media or something. But so I do take supplements, but your, your vitamins are not, you know, a substitute for the real food. You're not to just have your vitamins and think that you don't have to nourish your body still. Right. Um, number six is a really good one. Switch to healthy fats. Switch your diet to healthy fats. Um, so what's healthy fats? Miss Tasha talks life. <laughs> All right, so some some healthy fats are uh, fatty fish like salmon, tuna, avocado, olives or olive oil, um, chicken, lean turkey, uh, all nuts are fatty foods, peanut butter, almond butter, Greek yogurt, dark chocolate, mm, grass-fed steak, eggs, um, flaxseed, chia seeds, now, cheese, cheese is in moderation, of course, but going back to like the flax seeds and the chia seeds, because I indulge in chia seeds, I, what I do is I put them in my smoothie and I blend it up or I will soak them in my water and drink it that way. But just just eating the chia seeds, like at first I used to like trickle it on my um trickle it on my salad or whatever. And what I'm finding in my research and the flax seeds as well is that the seeds, the nutrients is inside the seed. So if you can blend it, the better, because sometimes like if you ingest it and then you go and you have a natural bowel movement, it's just coming through you and going out. So you're really not getting the nutrients from it. So it's better to either soak it or um, blend it. Okay. But those are some of the um, healthy fats that you can begin to incorporate in your diet. And then number seven is control your portion sizes, which is the whole, the ultimate game changer for me um, because I am not trying to be a supermodel. I'm not trying to uh, deprive myself of the things that I love to eat. So it's all about portion control. So now I'm getting to the point, I ordered the portion control containers um, a couple of months back. But now I, sometimes I'm, I actually portion it out with them using them. But if I'm out in public, I kind of eye it and gauge it with my eyes. So if I'm at a family function and they have mac and cheese, I want mac and cheese. So I'm going to use the portion control that I know 
to just have some of it. I don't have to have a full two scoops of it, right? Um, so number seven is control your portion sizes. Um, and number eight is cook more food at home. There's so many reasons why I like that. Um, because number one, in my opinion, and in my experience, eating out, the food is just not as good these days. I don't know if they're getting back in the swing of things. I don't know if they're like, you know, um, people are going back out to the restaurant. So it's a lot more people, but I just feel like the, 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 the food quality is not as good as if I made it myself. <laughs> so I have a cookbook. I'd rather look at the cookbook and um, go through it and do my own thing because I feel like the food is just better. And um, if you don't know how to cook, right? And that's because that's a thing, then get a cookbook and follow the cookbook because I wouldn't say like, I, it's not that I, I didn't know how to cook. I didn't, I didn't raise, I wasn't raising a house in my, um, like my mother used to cook. She used to cook all the time and three meals a day. And it would be like, you know, chicken, whatever, like breakfast, pancakes, whatever. And then I moved with my grandmother, um, a little later in life and she didn't cook like that. It was a lot of, you know, um, pot pies, um, butter noodles and gizzards. It was like, um, oodles and noodles, oatmeal, you know? So, for me, I always said like, I, I'm not a cook. I don't cook. I don't cook. But it wasn't that it wasn't in me. It was just that I, did, I didn't know. I wasn't exposed to it. So I just was the one to bring the the cornbread or the um, Hawaiian rolls to family functions and things like that. But now more so like having a family, being a wife, having kids, and when COVID, even before COVID, but like even when, when COVID hit, I was like cooking. I was just trying stuff. I had time. I was home. I wasn't working, you know, so I was just trying different meals. And my sister even bought me a cookbook and it's just better to me. So cook more at food at home is number eight. And number nine is just simply eat more mindfully. Eat more mindfully. It's almost like just taking a minute to think about it before you indulge. Right. Like, okay. So the other day my mom took my son to the barber and I told her I would meet her over there. So I go and, um, I meet her over there. We in there, he gets his haircut, whatever. So they have a thing. Cause their dad usually takes them that when they leave, they go to Dunkin' Donuts, which is right next door. Um, and so they asked their grandmother, she said, yes, I needed to use the bathroom. So I go with them into Dunkin' Donuts and they're getting their donuts. I go to the bathroom, I come back and I see my mom with the box. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, well, it's better to get a half a dozen than them just get one or two donuts each, the price wise. And I'm just like, because I, I I enjoy Dunkin' Donuts, right? <laughs> but I don't, I try to save my cheat days for when it really like for, for good, really good things. So what I said to myself was, pardon me, is about to tell her to get an old fashioned donut. <laughs> and I said, no, I said, you don't, do you really need that right now? Do you really need that? And also, what is your goal? A lot of times we have these goals to lose weight, to get more um, healthy, to, to um, come off of any medication that we need that for high blood pressure, cholesterol, whatever. And we have these goals, but then when something that we like arises, our goals is out the window and we're telling ourselves, treat yourself you deserve this, you know, and you do deserve certain things and you really should treat yourself in certain aspects, but 
just have that conversation with yourself. Like for me, my, my goal is bigger than that Dunkin' Donut. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, so I kindly did not oblige and it, and it was good. It was fine. And I felt fine. And I felt even more empowered because I actually resisted. I activated my self-discipline to be like, I don't need that right now. I'm just doing it because it's there, right? Because if we would never went to the, the barbershop, I wouldn't have had Dunkin' Donuts. I wouldn't have been exposed to it, right? So eating more mindfully is very important. So these are the nine basic healthy eating guidelines. Um, consume a variety of foods, drink plenty of water, limit high processed and packaged foods, choose seasonal organic foods when um, when applicable, do not rely on your supplements as a substitute for real food. Switch as much as you can to healthy fats. Control your portion sizes. Cook more food at home and eat more mindfully. Okay. So I hope that that helps. Because <clears throat> it has really helped me with this. And it's things that I'm proud to say like, check, check, check. And I'm on my journey to becoming the best, to becoming um, in the best physical and mental health of my life. And with that, I'm going to end with our mindset declaration declarations. We uh, write these down, repeat them after me. If you are unable to, um, the first one, I can eat well without eating perfectly. I deserve to feel amazing when I nourish my body. I can control what I eat. I have self-discipline. Okay, so with that being said, um, I, I have a self-discipline e-guide that kind of walks through what it is, why you should do it, how you should do it, the who, what, when, where, and why. Um, and you can get that in the link on my bio. Um, and if you don't, have, if you're not following me on social media, go over there now and follow me at Tasha Talks Life. But um, you can get the, the self-activate self-discipline e-guide there. I am also going to be launching the Better Health Mom Project. Um, and I am super excited about it. It is really a 12-week course uh, where you work one-to-one -one with me. Uh, once a week when you have homework, you have assignments, things that is going to help you to get in the best physical and mental um, shape of your life. It is going to help you to adopt the lifestyle. Wellness encompasses a quality of life. And if that is something that is for you, you can um, join the wait list. You can also schedule a better health discovery call. And on that call, what we do is we talk, it's a 30 minute a fast-paced conversation where we discuss any roadblocks that you may have. We discuss your deep, your deep desires and dreams for your goals. And then um, we talk about my framework and how I can help you in if that's a thing. So if you just want to have a chat, it's no obligation to join the program. It's just a way to get um and you know to get an idea of your own goals and look inside yourself on what you want to do and what is stopping you. Um, and if you, after that uh, call, you will get a free self-care assessment to kind of help you to assess, are you really truly taking care of your well-being? Are you really truly 
you know, um, giving, uh, practicing self-care. So again, go over to my social media. The link is in the bio and yeah. So with that being said, I love you. I hope you have an amazing week. I want you to be well and remember that your past does not dictate your future. Till next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sis Stop Soaking podcast. If you enjoyed and are looking to take your health and mindset to the next level, then you need to book a better health discovery call with me. During this 30-minute fast-paced call, we will identify any and all of your roadblocks. We will identify all of your dreams and desires, as well as the next steps to jumpstart your journey. The link is in the show notes. And sis, don't forget to leave a five-star review if you enjoyed as well.